0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom
1: All right, let's bring in our guy, Texans insider Brooks Cabina, uh, who is live in Indy. And uh, we do want to get to the combine stuff, but uh, just want to hear... Uh, what you're potentially hearing the latest with Brandon Cooks. And is this a guy that's going to get moved eventually uh, in your eyes, Brooks?
2: Yeah, I think this is still the case where Brandon Cooks will be traded before the season. Um, It's really about finding the right team. Um, Brandon Cooks made it pretty clear on our last day talking to him uh, before the end of the season that he wasn't interested in being a part of a rebuild But even in the sense of those words, it seemed like he was already saying his goodbyes just in his tone, the way that he was addressing reporters. Um, And the way that Nick Casario has talked about him since has just been basically saying that they're going to do what's best for the team. Uh, What he could say in those moments is reaffirming confidence in Brandon Cooks, which he has not done. Um, I, I do think that this is a situation where the Texans will be trading him. March 15th is when the new league starts. That's when you can sign free agents. That's when you can make trades. So uh, I, w- I would expect that to be the case. Um, asked, uh, you know, Nick Casario today was asked about uh, whether he'd trade Brandon Cooks, and he he demurred from that. But I'm, I would still expect that the Texans would be moving on from him and his uh, contract, which is carrying a large, um, substantial portion of their uh, salary cap, which would then be off off the books, which would allow them to then pursue other um, players in free agency to fill out their other needs. And that also brings a lot of, of uh, attention to the wide receivers in this draft. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think it's more likely than not. Um, and I don't think that story has really changed since Cook's talk at the end of the year.
1: Well, real quick on that, we, we heard rumors during the season that they, they could have gotten a third or fourth or something like that, uh, even as high as a second. I'm not sure on that, but you you spoke about the contract. Is this something in which the Texans are going to take a loss, an L on this when they trade uh, him, but maybe just doing this, just kind of move on from him?
2: Well, I think it's a loss whenever you give a a wide receiver a two-year contract extension with $36 million in guaranteed money to only try and trade him halfway through the year and then subsequently try and trade him even successfully after the first year. So just then, that's just not doing business appropriately. That's a Whenever you're giving someone you know, guaranteed money, that's a person that you're identifying as a long-term piece with the team. So um, in terms of what they get in a return for Cooks, um, this team needs to have space within their cap situation. It, they can't be in another situation that gets overhauled the last two years. Um, but their wide receiver depth is lacking. So um, if that means acquiring a certain amount of picks that allow them to either select a wide receiver in the draft or trade up to get one, that's what's going to be part of this. I don't think with the uh, with a wide receiver turns 30 in September that you're going to get just the same kind of draft capital that you use to go get him. Um, the Texans spent A second round pick to acquire him i I doubt that they'd be able to get that back in return if it meant um the other team took on the 26 million guaranteed in his contract maybe if they finagle it a bit they might get a little bit more but um uh, in terms of whether it ends up being a loss for the texans i mean again to the point of it that was a player that they wanted to be around so um if that doesn't work out then that that to start is a problem but um, in terms of the trade compensation, we'll just have to see what th- what teams are willing to give and what the Texans are willing to accept.
3: Boy, I would be shocked if if they're able to get a two. Oh hell, for don't.
2: Brandon Cooks. I
3: mean that, that that seems that seems like I mean that that, that the Texans were the last one to, to give that up for Brandon Cooks. But nonetheless, we we, uh, we shall see. Hey, I mean Nick Nick Casario spoke uh, today, as you mentioned. Uh he, he spoke for I don't know seventeen, eighteen minutes, I think it it sounded like. Um what 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 uh what jumped off there uh, for, with the with the opening comments from Nick?
2: Well, number one, um, the Texans, it's interesting, you know, sitting here near the stadium where they could have secured the number one overall pick, the Hail Mary, the two point conversion, you know, Lovey Smith and his son coming through the tunnel. I mean, all of that wildness to give the Texans the number two overall pick there's just been questions about whether the Texans would even be willing to trade up to number one. And from what Nick Casario said today, it seems like they're pretty content at number two. Um, And we've talked about this here. I just think even again, Casario said today that, you know um, teams typically generally have three to four players that they'd be willing to take in that kind of range. So that means that at the Texans at number two, technically if one player was taken, that means they'd have two or three guys left that they feel comfortable taking at that position. I think the Texans are at acquisition phase. Obviously they have 11 picks. I think they need to spend the majority of all of those to address all of the needs that they have. Um, So that was, that was kind of the major thing. He didn't say definitive either way. um, But I don't think the Texans are moving up to number one, uh, which the bears hold and seem to be entertaining offers uh, from say the Colts or, uh, the Panthers or even the Raiders uh, to maybe take the best quarterback available. Um, the other thing from what Nick Casario was talking about today, um, you know, uh, just there were, there are a lot of conversations about players on the roster that he, ne he didn't really confirm or say, or uh, give any uh, complete knowledge of such as the Brandon Cooks trade, which he didn't really say much on. Laramie Tunsil, I think, was probably the biggest on-the-roster news coming out of today uh, because Casario, when he was saying, I, I don't talk about conversations with players, he did let on that the conversation with Laramie Tunsil has been really good. Um, Tunsil's made it very clear that he wants to reset the market, stay in Houston with a long-term extension that would probably cost the Texans you know, over $20 million a year. That would That would be resetting the market in some terms. Uh, but Casario knows that offensive tackle is, a, is an important position, and Tunsil played every single snap offensively for the Texans last year, which is uh, a, a lot to say for um, for that position. And uh, it, it looks like, he, and whenever Casario's talking about that, he said, moving towards the situation everyone wants – I think Casario, Tunsell, both want him in Houston. I think they'll probably move towards getting that done if the conversations are going good. So those are kind of the main things that came out of that. Uh, there are a lot of draft picks that they have. Obviously, uh, the quarterback situation, he said that um, that was kind of the big thing coming out of just evaluating the NFL Combine. Um, they've made it clear uh, that they're going to add a quarterback, maybe two. Um, they haven't really um, talked about any of the prospects that are available, but Casero did let on that, you know, maybe it's one quarterback and one free agent. Maybe it's two in the draft. Um, I don't think it's really any secret that that number two, they'd probably take one there. So really it's what do they like at that position? Those are questions that Casario deflected. I uh, will talk to the Mico Ryans tomorrow, but I talked to some other people around the league. Um, they're all available up on the podiums, the GMs, the coaches. Um, and it's, it's 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 really kind of reflexive you look at teams that build around the quarterback that they have this west coast scheme um Kyle Shanahan did not talk this uh year um but got a chance to talk to John Lynch a bit but in his history with that offense they're looking at pure passers guys that are feelers throwing the ball you think of those kind of adjectives i think of uh Bryce Young who unfortunately this week won't be throwing at the combine but we are going to get a look at CJ Stroud uh, Will Levis, and then um, obviously Anthony Richardson has been a lot of the talk recently. So seeing those guys, those guys towards the end of the week would really make it interesting to see if the Texans feel good and whether they are one of those three to four players that Casario generically said the teams are willing to pick up that slot.
3: Hey, hey something, Brooks, that I, I'm, I'm interested in, and I, I think Nick spoke about it uh, a little bit today, that he is, he was in Indianapolis. Uh, D'Amico is, is going to join him this, this evening, I believe, Um, what, how much of the staff do you expect to see in Indy this week at some point in time? And, and what are you seeing from other teams in terms of kind of how many, how much personnel they have down there, uh, relative to what the Texans have?
2: Well, none of the Texans coaches are coming other than D'Amico. At all. You, 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 you
3: you, you heard that as they're not coming at all. Yeah. The, the, the
2: coaching staff stayed behind. Um, and that makes a lot of sense because they just announced them Friday, and that would mean that they need to commiserate and talk about um, what their their uh, style of play is going to be, what kind of free agents they're going to be pursuing. And that's just a lot of office work that um, they've kind of got set behind the ball doing. So, Brooks, you don't, they they do to... you don't think they can do that in
1: four days? You don't think they could do that after the combine, after they kind of get their eyes on these players that they're going to be drafted?
2: Well, I mean, look, I, I'm just – it's its important that the combine be there. But I also think that Nick Casario is very – I'm just saying how I evaluate this team and what I hear about it and yeah. what it looks like. It looks like, you know, they're they very uh, confident in their personnel staff, which, um, you know, to say things like being okay at number two and having three to four players. And I remember Casario was saying they started evaluating college players earlier than he ever did it. Uh, during the 2022 season. So that's department staff, all those uh, all those scouts and uh, department heads and, and people within that, um, that personnel group, those are people that did all the homework, and now they're trying to match that with what the coaches have. So the coaches are going to give them information based on what they like, and they know a little bit about that. But a lot of this right now is just evaluating the talent that's there and then they can go back and talk to the coaches after that and say, okay, here are the players that match up. We know what kind of player they are, um, and I think that's the way that they're approaching this.
1: All right, Brooks, man, we appreciate you jumping on with this. Uh, we, will, uh, we will talk to you next week, and, uh, and uh, hopefully we see some guys that stand out to you coming up in the next several days.
2: I'm sure we will. Uh, I think there's a potential Texans starter working out on it each of every day. So, um, I hope so. You know, they, they, they got 11 picks. And here's the thing, and I'll drop this thing because I'm writing a story right here that's going to come out later. Um, the average for the playoff team in terms of play, snap share for uh, players that have been drafted by those teams, 55.9%. So that means like more than half of the players on the playoff teams were drafted by that team.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.